Hi, everyone. It's me, Sandy Cruz of Sandy K Nutrition, health and lifestyle queen. For years now, I've been bringing to you conversations about wellness from experts from all over the world, whether it be suggestions in how you can age better, biohacking, alternative wellness. These are conversations to help you live your best life. I want to live a long, healthy, and vibrant life. Never mind all those stigmas that as we reach midlife and beyond, we're just going to shrivel up and die with some horrible disease. Always remember, balanced living works. I really look forward to this season. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sandy K Nutrition Health and Lifestyle Queen. Today with me, my special conversation with Julia Cannon is finally airing. I've been talking about this on my socials for a long time now. By the way, go and follow me anywhere you do social media. You'll find me, Sandy K Nutrition. And this entire interview will also be on YouTube. The raw interviews are always posted there. Now, Julia Cannon is definitely paving her own way. She is the daughter of the renowned Dolores Cannon. So many of you know who Dolores Cannon is. Dolores Cannon was a famous hypnotist, and she was actually a pioneer in the field of past life regression. So I read the book by Julia Cannon. It's called Soul Speak, The Language of Your Body, and I was completely just captivated by the book. And I wanted to interview her. And since this interview, I have actually had numerous changes just in my own, let's just say, ache and pain that I've been having for a while. I want you to listen to this podcast episode. And I'm going to tell you that ever since I recorded it, which is over two months ago, my issues are so much better. Now, I'm not going to give anything else away, but that's all you need to know. And I need you to definitely share this episode with anyone else who you feel might find it fascinating, might find it interesting, because most of you know, I've been at this for a while and I've always said that science is one small piece of the puzzle to our wellness. This is another one. It's called the body, the mind, the spirit, and the soul connectedness. And when we have that connection to all of these components, I believe that we have a key to optimizing our wellness. And that's actually what my book is about. I am writing a book, everyone. And this book is going to be unlike anything out there. It is really going to incorporate all of these facets to our wellness, because I do feel that we've become too much of a science-driven world. And there's enough out there to show that science is not enough. And what works for you 
may not work for me, even though the scientific studies say they should. And for many, many years, I've said this. I'm like, yeah, there's just so much more to life and happiness and enrichment and joy and aging better and trying to age without disease. I mean, we can't control it all, you guys, but there's so much more that we can do to just live happier and healthier until our time to leave this planet is over. Anyway, definitely do rate and review this podcast and share it and follow me on all my socials, Sandy K Nutrition everywhere. And now let's cut on through to this amazing interview with Julia Cannon and look out for my book, everyone, because it's coming. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sandy K Nutrition, Health and Lifestyle Queen. Today with me, I have a special guest. Her name is Julia Cannon. And Julia is a former registered nurse for over 20 years, and she is the author of Soul Speak, The Language of Your Body. She has trained with her mother, the late Dolores Cannon, in reconnective healing and quantum healing hypnosis. Julia provides insight into energy healing and something she calls light casting. Today, we are going to discuss steps in which you can take your own healing into your own hands by listening and paying attention to your body's own signals. And with that, welcome, Julia. Thank you so much for coming today. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you. I mean, Julia and I had a couple of minutes just to chat before this, and I'm fascinated with her work. Obviously, I'm fascinated with her mother's work, but Julia's really paving her own way with her own work. And I want to stress that because I read her book, and I was truly just fascinated with it. And so I want to start off by asking you, your background, your story, how you got into this from a very medical perspective to what you're doing now. Uh, Very medical. I mean, all my life, I wanted to be a nurse. Ever since I was like two years old, I knew I was going to be a nurse. So I was doing that and I fulfilled, I mean, 20 years, intensive care, home health care. I even was running a home health agency. I was just, you know, going as far as you could go as a registered nurse And then the universe was like, done, you need to go over here. And I'm like, what? I don't understand. Um, And so that's one part of the story. We'll look at a parallel line that was also going on was the way I was raised. You know, I was raised by my mother and my father, Johnny and Dolores Cannon, military family, well-rounded because we were moving all over the world. We weren't very open-minded, you know, and my mother was always into... We didn't have a word for it back then, but metaphysics. Yep. You know, we're talking way back there. Okay. Yeah. Not to give the age away, but way back there. <laughs> and so, um, and so we were raised to be very open minded. And my father got into hypnosis when we were stationed in the Philippines. And so that's how my mother got introduced into that. So this is all going on the side over here. And then, you know, as I'm going into nursing school, my mother is empty nester now and she's choosing to carry on with the hypnosis so she's going doing that and then relating to me all these things that are happening so 
you kind of have to look at that. So when the universe starts tapping me on the shoulder and saying, it's time to leave this medical industry, you're done there. You need to go, it kept saying a healing center, you know, whatever that meant to me. I mean, we're talking, you know, this, this was all different for me. This is a new world and everything I was introduced. I was seeing my mother's work going on and I was helping in there every once in a while. And I was actually, and this is something I have noticed later was I was actually manifesting back then because sometimes I would fill in when she was on trips, I would answer the phones for her and for the company. And I would love talking to these people about all these wonderful, beautiful metaphysical concepts. And it was like, oh, it's so nice to talk to people like that rather than sick people. Yeah. Whining about stuff, you know. And it was like, I would like to do that all the time. Hmm. Oh. (laughs) See? So then, uh, you know, a little later, the universe is like, you need to go over here now. I'm like, but what is that? I don't know what that is. And I, I fought it. I resisted it. And they had to push me. I, I didn't go willingly because I didn't understand. So if anybody's getting that tap on the shoulder, and, I, and it happened, my book explains how it happened. But it was like, I kept getting these messages, kept getting these messages. And I was hearing things. And that was really uh, before I was fully understanding even what that was, you know, that I'm getting messages. I'm understanding these things. So, but I was getting the cues that something had to change. I didn't like the idea of change. I was very comfortable. And so I, I drug my feet. I waited and waited. And then the universe came in and, and provided. <laughs> and what I like to say is don't wait for the universe to do it. If you're hearing messages, just do it. You know, heed the messages. Don't wait for the universe because it's not pretty when they come in. And because I was just like, yeah, they kept going, you need to do, finally they were saying, you need to do a healing center in Arkansas. And I lived in Missouri at the time. And I'm like, why, how? That doesn't make sense to me. I'm very comfortable in my nursing career. I don't understand this. I don't know what you're wanting. I don't understand. And why would I do that? That's why I say, why, why, why? Finally, the last time I heard it, I said, how? How on earth am I going to do a healing center in Arkansas when I'm in Missouri? And it was as if they said, well, we will show you how. My world as I knew it ceased to exist. I mean, everything was wiped away. I was plucked from that world and put into the world of Dolores Cannon in Arkansas. (laughs) It was like, oh, my gosh. And I was frailing. I mean, I was kicking, screaming, everything, you know, as you would, because it's like, I'm out of control. Everything's lost. I'm, you know, so if if something happens and you lose everything, there's a reason. I see it now. It's totally crystal clear now. But at that time, it was me not listening and me saying the magic word of how, I guess. And it was like, okay, we've got to get you from here to here. I know so much more now about how we are guiding our lives. We and our higher selves, our guidance team, we all come in with a plan. And I think that was just trying to indicate your plan is to go over here now. And I wasn't listening. You know, we have points that we have to be at. We have a plan. We have a blueprint. And if we're not there, then something's going to happen to get us there because that is what we designed before we came in. So see, this was very much my design, but I didn't realize it on this conscious level. I'm just like, what are you doing to me? Yeah. You know, and, and tend to do that, be the victim. And oh yes. my gosh, what's happening? It's, it's us. We're the ones doing it. But you know, anyway, I, 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 <laughs> I do feel though, 
because I, I, I really resonate with your story. I mean, I don't know what exactly was that final straw with you, but for me, it was illness, right? It was three years of not great, you know, it was just year after year. And the weirdest thing with, with, uh, you know, this is back. Uh, okay, wait, it started when I was 40. I'm 53 now. And, you know, with a child getting sick, my daughter had cancer at age five. And then almost exactly one year later, Mm -hmm. almost exactly, I was diagnosed with cancer. Mm -hmm. And then almost exactly one year after that, my husband coded in the hospital from a bacterial pneumonia. And so three years in a row, and it was so weird. It was almost like I was terrified for August, September to come along again, right? Because I was like, what's going to come up this year, you know? But after that, that third year, I started to look at different things and started to open my eyes, right? Yes. And that's what things like that will do. Now, there were those are trying to tell you something. We can go into those here in a little bit once we talk about cancer and the different things, but I'll bet, you know, that there was something that you were trying to tell yourself there. Yeah. And that's what that was all about. It's very, but at the time, at the time, I definitely, I was definitely in a more of a victim state. You know, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to my, and I needed to go through that. But then, Uh you know, I started to seek people who could help me, right? I I was Mm -hmm. like, you know, I was born Catholic and the Catholic religion just didn't help me at that time. It didn't resonate with me. So I sought out, she was actually a shaman and I, I still to this day feel that she was the one that kind of helped me help pluck me out of that victimhood state and put me into a creator state. Then I went back to college. I started learning feng shui and energy and right. So, you know, we, but do you you see your life was here and now it's here. Yeah. And look at me now. (laughs) What I'm seeing is it takes a major thing like that to get us off of this track to this track, which is what we intended. It's just, we were down here and we're comfortable and we're like, why not? Why move? Why do anything? And you were probably getting signals when you're on this one. Yeah. But you weren't paying attention. You weren't listening or like my, I was doing a little bit, but then I'd go back because that was my comfort spot. Yeah. You know, so it could have been, but I'll bet you, you were getting indications. And then it was like, you got to go now. So that's where we had to have very severe messages. You know, I I do really agree with that, Julia, because I do believe, like, you know how you were saying when you were little, you Mm -hmm. really enjoyed helping your mom and you would help Mm -hmm. take calls and everything back. So I I always had this like nurturing, like, Mm -hmm. let's help people, let's state, you know, in back in university, they used to call me mama. And I'm like, geez, you know, all I remember is partying, but I do remember them calling me mama, right? So so there was that whole thing that was playing out our whole lives. It's there, right? Yes, absolutely. And like after that whole ended, 
there was something else that happened because that's all I ever knew was being a nurse. That was my identity. Remember, I said from age two, I knew I was going to be yeah. a nurse and that was everything. And then when this happened, it was like, who am I now? My whole identity was gone. And someone I talked to that was a friend of my mother's and she said, well, first of all, you need to know that you're a healer. And that's why you gravitated to the nursing because that was your translation. When you came into this life, there were only like a couple of models. At that point, if you wanted to be a healer, it was doctor and nurse. That were your only options. Yes. <clears throat> at the time I came in. Now there's so many other options. But at that point, that was it. So it was like, that's why that attracted you. And so that's why you went down that. But it's like, that part never leaves you. That is, and see, that's where we're carrying on. It just, yeah. it's taking a different it's maybe taking its more genuine route. Yes. Yeah. A very deep, authentic route mm -hmm. that is not the way that I, I, I would have to say I'm not afraid of being who I am. And maybe back then, like when you were going to nursing school, it's like it was a little too out there, you know, to do these kinds of things. I don't know. It, was, it wasn't even on the radar. Right. At that point, well, I guess my parents had been doing the hypnosis, but it was like way out. Yeah, it was. Well, I do remember having a dream about ETs when I was in nursing school. So that was right when ET was just coming out. So yeah. that gives you an idea about. Yeah. So yeah. 70s was just starting to break. That's when I was in nursing school. Yeah. See, yeah. it just wasn't out there, yeah. you know, so that was the world I was dealing with. Um, yeah. You said something, and it reminded me. Um, oh, shoot, he'll come back. Um, well, let's, let's get into what, because in your book, you do talk about um, humans and who we really are. Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear your perspective on that. Yeah, um, this, it's come through because of the work with my mother, you know, and she was working, but also I get these pictures, they, this part of ourselves, it's overall arching knowledge, you know, it knows everything. We like to call it the higher self, the oversoul, whatever you want to call it, because we like to give names to things, but it's, there's that, it's all a part of us. And the more I grow, the more I become aware of this part and it, it's, it takes on different things it's like at first we have to identify it it's a thing and it's you know but it's not really it's a it's a part of us and it's who we really are we are this all-knowing I mean we could call it God I mean this actually the picture they gave me it actually does merge with what we know as God or source so in that respect it is God and that's where when we say when you hear things like we are God that's why that's a true statement because this part is bridging us to the God source within us. So, um, so anyway, that's a piece of us. It comes in, and that's who we are in this this life. We think we're just skin and bones in this body. This is our costume that we chose to wear. We designed. That's something I want everybody to understand. We designed the body that we would be in. How? How? How, Julia? Okay. <laughs> that was part of the plan. Remember, we had a blueprint when we came. Okay, in. okay. I find that really interesting. So we have before, like, because I've heard this so many times that mm -hmm. you know we choose who our parents are. We just like, I find that like so such a big concept. Absolutely, it is. And sometimes, it, like, when you're trying to do it in linear physical terms it's like who's making all these plans where is all this happening yeah and stuff like that but that's where we have to take it out of that 
and and realize it's energy it's 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 a different it's not that physical construct you know and we are so much greater and this is what i'm saying this is who we really are we are so great and so big and powerful and we maneuver these things and we're doing this all the time but I have already introduced you listeners to Amino Co's Amino Acids. I've done a show, actually a couple of shows, on the importance of amino acids as we age. I've also done a show on fatty liver. This seems to be an ongoing issue for many people in midlife and older. Many automatically assume that, you know, you have to be drinking a lot of alcohol to have fatty liver, but this is not the case. This happens as in non-alcoholic fatty liver to many people. First, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the company Amino Co. Their science is unmatched with over 30 years of experience, over 500 medical research papers published, and over 70,000 times cited by other researchers. AminoCo has various formulations that are meant to actually help the body in different areas. Last year, I introduced you to their life formula. This year, I'm going to introduce you to Purity. Amino Co's Purity is 100% science-backed with clinically proven benefits to help maintain healthy liver fat levels. This formulation protects against liver and kidney oxidative damage using N-acetylcysteine. Many of you might have heard of this. The goal of Purity is to help you maintain a healthy level of liver enzymes for optimal liver function. Now, it's also keto-friendly, soy-free, vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO, and there are natural flavors available. So if you want to try this out, go to www.aminoco.com forward slash S-K-N. Use my code S-K-N for 30% off. That's S-K-N for Sandy K Nutrition for 30% off. Before we came in, I mean, we chose our birth dates. We chose our names. We chose our physical type. We did that by our parents. We we may have had karmic connections, different things with uh, the people around us. But it was also for the design. You know, we designed our bodies. I mean, look at people in the same family. And some they'll look different. You know, they come yeah. from the same parents. I know it's genes and everything in there. But but it's like, how? How is it so different? Well, because we had a design in there. I want this kind of a body to accomplish X, Y, Z. You know, I have certain things I want to do in this life. Or I have certain things I want to um, You know, I feel like because I've got a stockier frame, I think it's I wanted to be earthly. I wanted to be grounding, that kind of a thing, rather than um, I'll notice some people are very, you know, leaf. And so I think they're more airy. Oh, I never thought of that. That's so interesting. I never thought of that. Yeah, you just 
And there's other things that come in there too, but that's what's coming. See, oh, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I get things too as I'm talking. So <laughs> it's just, this is what we do. Pay attention. Oh, somebody needs this. Pay attention to what comes in as you're speaking. That is your higher self. Uh, you just come up with you. I mean, things come out. And you're like, wow, that's really, where did that come from? That's your higher self speaking through you. And that's just more of you. That's who you really are. It's just more of you coming into you. It's just this awareness. I, 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 something that I didn't have when I was younger or even Uh like even 10 years ago, like it's just something that I pick up on much more now. Like even I was thinking about this because I do a lot of uh, walking in the forest with my dog Uh and one Thanksgiving weekend, I was walking with my son who was home for the weekend from university and we stopped and we, I'm like, oh my gosh. And like, he would have walked right by it, but I stopped. I'm like, look at these mushrooms. And on one of them looked like a cross, like the most perfect cross. (laughs) And I, and of course I stopped. I'm like, oh my gosh, I took a picture and I'm saying to him, right. And Mm -hmm. I was like this means something, mm-hmm. right? But, yeah. you know, of course, when you're of that age, you just kind of keep walking. I'm like, okay, mom, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but exactly. I think when we take note of different things, like you said, what comes out of our mouth authentically, what we notice around us, there's always a reason for it. And I say this all the time, and some people... Probably, you know, they call me all kinds of things, but I'm like, everything happens for a reason. Yes, absolutely. I completely agree. They call me all kinds of things too, so it's okay. (laughs) You know what? I accept that. uh, There was a while there where, um, you know, because I am kind of, I am definitely in the middle of science and woo. I say woo because people all know what woo means, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm in the middle. It's just an extension of woo. So, you know, yeah, I'm definitely in the middle. So I'm into like the studies and the science and genetics and all that stuff. But I know out here in the woo, it's, it's probably even more, uh, I would say important than the science because the science can always be you know how everyone's like oh you got to listen to the science oh you got to listen to the science but I'm like but I can find a study to both support and negate every single thing that I'm talking about absolutely right absolutely and what's really cool though is like the work my mother Dolores kind of what she was doing what she was finding and what was able to happen in these QHHT sessions Um, QHHT, for those that don't know, is quantum healing hypnosis technique. That's the technique that she created. And and what she was doing with her clients and the healing that was happening, it's energy healing because we know that that happened. Now science is finding that that can be done. Oh, my goodness. 30 years after what she's been doing already and then continuing to do. So that's what I find about science is it kind of comes in and supporting now. So now people are kind of giving her some credibility is like oh maybe she was really onto something if that's what you need okay fine those are the woo that that can believe without having to have all that supportive evidence we've known it for many many years so it's like that's what science brings yeah it's 
as far as I'm concerned. But see, <laughs> Julia, I mean, it's the same thing with natural health. There's so many scientific, very one-way trained medical yeah. professionals who will completely say, no, doesn't work, doesn't work. But then years later, we come to find that, yes, vitamin D is really important. But we've been saying that all along in the natural health community, right? So I totally feel you, what you're saying. And, uh, I, you know, I... I'm just so happy that we're having this discussion. So let's let's get into how emotions affect our wellness. Yes. Emotions, first of all, we have been sold a bill of goods that emotions are not okay. Oh, yeah. It's not okay to experience them. It's not okay to be depressed. It's not okay to be angry. It's not okay to be sad. It's not okay, you know, for the the more negative emotions, you know, it's like we want to be happy all the time. Yep. And, um, and so that's where, and not, not to go against, well, kind of is, um, Oh, how do I, (laughs) um, the drugs (laughs) thing. It's like, or the, the media, the social, whatever it is, it's trying to go, you know, we need to dampen all of that. Let's not deal with that. Let's just have happy emotions. But I want you to know, remember, we designed everything. We came in with a reason. We came in with a purpose. We came in with a plan. One of the biggest plans that we come in to learn when we come to this earth plane is emotions. Because we have such a huge variety of emotions, extreme emotions. And we can go from them like that. Go from happiness to anger, from sadness to exhilaration in a second. And so that's where we can learn on the spirit side where we're planning all of this. It's all theory. And we're like, oh, this is really cool. I want to learn because we grow. We grow tremendously when we experience emotions. So that's why we wanted to come here. And it's like, okay, let's, let's have these emotions. I'm going to come to the place and experience them. And on that side, like, oh, yeah, what's the big deal? Love, anger, hate, jealousy. Oh, no big deal. They sound really cool, you know. But let's come in here. We get the thick of it. And oh my gosh, you know, how do we deal with this? And then it's like, it's not okay. We need to just push it down, push it down, push it down. And that's, see, that's not what the body is made for. The body is made to move these things through and release them. And so that's where the body is going to say something. We just keep pushing it down. Then it's going to have a say. It's going to erupt in some way. These emotions are blocked. We can call them blocked energy. It's whatever you want, but there's a lot of different terms. And that's where these different modalities are coming from. And it's basically, it's it's emotions not being able to be expressed. Let me ask. So they're pushed in. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask you this question. Just, I don't want to forget this. Do you think that, because in your book, I, I can't remember if I read about this in your book. That addictions can really come about from suppressed emotions. Is that one of the things that you talked about? I don't know if it's in mind, but absolutely. You want to look at um, addictions. It's usually, it's usually what I have found, um, alcohol, drugs, all of these different addictions. It's you're trying to suppress. Yeah. It's usually you're trying to suppress being able to hear. <laughs> you're trying to suppress you're feeling all the stuff. You're very sensitive to the higher self, to all of the guidance team, and you don't know what it is. And so you're trying to escape it. You're like, just just cover me up with 
this so that I don't hear it. I don't see it. I don't feel it because I don't mute it. Mute it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, so that's interesting. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest one. It's, or, or there's something going on in the life, you know, there's something that they're just not wanting to deal with. And so they just want to mute it all up. That's where it's like, find out what the person is trying to escape from. Why, what is it? Because there's something that they're using this to dampen. I find that really fascinating. And it even, so I, I'm a 1970 baby and, you know, I grew up in the whole era of, you know, don't cry, don't cry, mm-hmm. don't cry. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I have changed so much, even from when my children were little, where I would catch myself saying, don't cry, don't cry, yeah. stop doing that. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. meanwhile, now that my kids are older, if they're in a situation where they're really upset, I'm like, you got to let yeah. it out, honey. Let it out. Exactly. Let it out. You got to let it move through you. Exactly. Yeah. You have to. It's a natural. These are natural things and they're wonderful indicators to tell us where we are. I call them barometers. They're telling us where we are with something. How we react is giving us an indication of where we stand with something. Telling us ourselves. That's feedback for us. Yeah. If we numb it all out, then what do we have to gauge anything by? See, yeah. that's, that's one of, it's like a, uh, this um, a Geiger counter, you know, trying to, where am I with this thing? You know, that whole thing. So it's like, there's, you've got to, this is your own mechanism. Don't dampen it out and allow it to flow and allow it to work. If you have a severe reaction to something, a lot of anger, it really gets you. It's like, okay, why? What is yeah. it about that really bothering me? Then you're looking at you because it's all about you. It's not the other person and the other thing. It's why am I having that reaction? What is it about this situation that is causing this reaction? Yeah. And what do I need to learn from that? Right? Like if you have a real visceral reaction to something and I always say that like, I, and, and again, this is, I've definitely learned this from speaking to experts like yourself, like these past few years, I, I find it almost mind blowing because, you know, we would have a situation, people would have whatever situation and you'd go, you did that, you did that, you did that. Meanwhile, now I'll go, okay, where's my part in all of this? Exactly. Right. (laughs) And, you know, I I just think my husband's so damn lucky. That's all I could say. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, though, right? I'm like... Okay, well, you might have that reaction initially, but then when you can go back to yourself and go, okay, why was I triggered so much? There's something there. Exactly. And that's what you look at. If there's a trigger, it's on you. You know, that's that was for you to learn from. You created that whole situation so that you could show yourself something to learn from. So always look back at yourself. I know you come from a medical background and... I'm going to ask your opinion because you come from a medical background. Listen, there, I I still do believe that some people need to go on those types of drugs like SSRIs because it's very severe, right? And maybe that our medical system can't really support them properly the way that they need the support. So they go on these, like, do you think that numbing can be dangerous? I think that, you know, of course, there's a place for them. But 
you know, our medical system nowadays hands them out like candy. Exactly. And this is where we have to, what that's showing, okay, there's so many different parts here, is we give our power away and we give it to these experts. But, yes. And that's fine. They are learned people in their field and this is what they know to do with what they've got. And that's fine. But at some point, it's up to you, each individual person, to take back their power, take the responsibility for what's going on. And I don't have a problem with the medications. It's like the medical industry has its place. Yes, I I'm with you. In that. Completely believe in that. But at the same time, be looking at what are you trying to tell yourself? What is the message here? What are you needing to learn? What are you wanting to learn? And then that will help you move through this situation so that you're not needing to be on that all the time. I mean, it might be fine for a stopgap or to to help you through something, but learn, get the message. There is a message there. What is it you're trying to tell yourself? Yeah. To get you to the other side, right? Yes. To get you to the other side, because I know, um, you know, you go through life circumstances and you might have, uh, you know, when my daughter was sick, I could probably say I would have been de- like clinically depressed for mm-hmm. six months at least. Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't, you know, I could probably say that looking back in hindsight, I pushed mm-hmm. through, I did other things. I, you know, I did what I felt I needed to do to get through it, right? But some people have a hard time with that, right? They do. I feel like everybody does the best that they know how to do at that point. They do the best that they can for themselves. And then it's just like, okay, so don't, don't damn yourself. Don't, you know, criticize or like that. It's like you're doing the best you can with what you know at that point. So now, okay, now go back and it's like, what do I know now and what can I learn from that experience? And what am I still trying to teach myself? If there's still something going on, then it's like, okay, what is it you want to know? Yeah. Yeah. At any point, it's never too late. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. But you know, some people see, I am a seeker. So if, Mm -hmm. if something doesn't suffice, I'm just going to keep going. Right. And I'll keep going down that rabbit hole until I'm like, okay, now I feel satisfied that this is helping me in whatever the situation is. But not everybody's like that, right? Like, Right. And that's fine. But at some point, they might get like that. You know, at some point, you might get tired of this system. Maybe it's not really working for you. And so then it's like, well, then what else is there? But sometimes it's like, no, this is fine. This is my world. That's fine. Yeah. Those are probably people that aren't looking for anything else. I'm not here to convert anybody. I'm here to, there's more, Yeah. you know, and if you're at that place where it's like, I feel like there's more to this. I don't, this isn't, this can't be it. Then you're probably in that place to shift your thought process. Yeah. So do you believe that every single pain, illness, any of that, that comes through is a message? Yeah. Okay. All right. I need, I've been dying to ask you this because I find like we're, you know, there's just so much here. Maybe we can. Okay. I have had, let's say a pain in my right wrist. Right. Let's start back at who we really are. And we okay. came in with a plan. Okay. Okay. So this, that'll make it, help it make more sense. Okay. We came in with this plan to go through this life and to accomplish certain things, 
right? We get, get certain things done. Everything else is experiences and what we want to learn and things like that. All right, and we have our guidance team. Now, we know when we come in, part of the plan on being on Earth is that we will not remember. That's part of Game Board Earth. We just, there's a veil of forgetfulness. This is part of the rules. You're going to come in. You're not going to remember. If you want to come and play on this game field, this is one of the things you're going to do. So we knew that coming in. Remember, remember what? Remember what? Like remember a past life? Who we are. Remember who we are, where we came from, that we came in with a plan, all that stuff, that we had other lives, that we had anything. Okay, We're okay. not going to remember the whole scheme, the bigger picture. Okay. okay. And the biggest, the biggest part is we're not going to remember who we are and why we're here. All right. Got it. And that's for us to find. That's like, that's the goal of the game is to find out who we are, why we're here, what we're doing. Okay. So it's, if you can kind of break it down, that helped me to make it a game. It's like, Oh my goodness, that makes sense. So we come in, but we know that our guidance team is there and they're saying, we're here with you and we will, we will help guide you along the way but you know if we're not remembering then they're going to find some other ways i mean they can talk right to us which they do but many many people don't believe that they can hear anything but i don't you know no, i'm not i don't hear messages i don't see anything i don't get that so they have to find other ways to communicate with us remember they're they're our guidance team and they are here to help us along the way this is an agreement we made before coming in so when they, when they can't get messages to us any other way, and they will do it many, many ways. I want you to pay attention. Okay, you're cross on the, on the mushroom. That's yeah. a message. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, there's lots of ways that they, they, there's neon signs sometimes blinking, like arrows and, you know, whatever. You got to go here. Or um, sometimes, oh, oh, shoot, uh, people come up to you and say something. And it's like, oh my gosh, I needed to hear that. Or something comes up yeah. on the TV and it's like, oh my gosh, I, that, that's what I've been thinking about. And I needed to hear that. That's how they will communicate in lots and lots. I mean, there's so many different ways. But let's say we're not getting any of those messages. It's not getting through that, oh my gosh, this is something I need to heed. You know, then they're going to go to something that we will listen to, that we're with 24-7, seven days a week, all the time. Our body. And that's our body. Right. So they're going to communicate through the body. The body is a wonderful messenger. So, and what gets your attention more than anything with the body? Well, pain. 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 Exactly. Pain. You will take, you'll pay attention to pain. Yeah. So that's why, see, I can say every ache pain is a message because they're trying to get your attention about something. Where the pain is will give you an idea about what the message is. Okay. Yes. Said, that's in your book. Exactly. Pain in the right wrist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Tell me, Julia. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anything on the right side of the body means right now. Left side of the body means sometime in the past. It could even be another life, but sometime in the past. So it's not, but the right is right now. And usually just saying that to somebody, they go, oh, I know what exactly what it is, you know, because it's like, it's in a situation that's happening right now. The wrist, you have to look at I mean, is this a situation? Are you having a pain in your right? Yeah, wrist? since last okay. October. Okay, so tell me about the pain. Um, tell you about it. Uh-huh. It's preventing me. Is- it's preventing me from golfing. Not that okay. I'm a big golfer, but it's really painful. I I can't do a push up anymore because it's that okay. painful. Um, okay. I can't get an MRI because this is our healthcare system right now. Uh, can't get in because it's not like an urgent situation. 
Um, and uh, it, so describe it, the pain to me. At times, it can be really throbbing. Okay. And then at other times, I'm like, oh, I can barely feel it. So okay. it definitely comes and goes. But I do do a lot of things like I do red light therapy, I ice it, I get shockwave. So, you know, I do do a lot to try and mitigate the, the pain, obviously. Sure, but they're not taking it away, are they? No. Nope. I mean, it's gone nope. because you're not getting to the message. See, and that's, that's, a big, that's a big part of this. And this is what mainstream medicine does. They treat the symptoms. Yep. And they make it feel better, but they don't ever get rid of the situation because it's a message mm. and as long as you haven't received the message you not understood it it's going to keep coming it's going to keep happening until you understand it once you understand it and you act on it it can go away mm. that's why miraculous healing it's just you got the message okay so our certain activities said push-ups you feel it a lot oh golfing, yeah golfing okay, so certain certain motions with your hand Okay, with your, but it's in your wrist. And you know what? It's the hand that I hold my phone on. And I, you know, a lot of my business relies on social media. Okay. Okay. And that's interesting that that's coming. So it hurts when you hold the phone? Yep. Okay. Any other, um, so is that like the main, um, so her certain hand motions, I'm just trying to understand. Yeah. So it's, you know, and, and, you know, now that you're saying this to me, it's almost like the message, cause I love this, right? The message that's coming through to me right now is I don't need to rely so much on social media. Okay. See now. But I haven't gotten the message because, damn it, I need it, Julia. <laughs> well, let's, let's, well, but there's more we can ask. So where do you think that message came from? Uh, my higher self. Because mm-hmm. you're saying it. This just came in as we're saying it. That's your higher self speaking uh, to you. Yeah. And that's what we do. See, this, it's okay. So now, because you're listening. So now ask, because you just said, I need to, I need to do this. So ask, okay, so what do you want me to do? Ask. Ask your risk, ask because you're, you're communicating with it right now. So what do you want me to do? You already know what they want you to know. Well, I, the, the thing that's just coming through is don't try so hard using social media. Okay. That's what's coming so through. What, is that, what does that look like to not try so hard? Just keep just doing let, this. Let them, let them tell you. When you say let them, is this anything that's coming through? Because anything that's coming through, because what, that's, what's, that's your higher self. what's coming through is just keep doing what I'm doing, meaning recording. Because okay. this is this is my this is obviously my life's work is to record podcasts and put it out. And that's why I said the social media piece. But what I'm getting is that you don't necessarily need the social media to do what you're doing right now, which is talking to people and bringing this to the world through your podcast. There you go. So there you go. So get clarity. Make sure that's it sounded very clear to me. When you uh, said it's it. pretty clear. Okay. I just it's it's like what you're saying, though, Julia, we ignore it. Yeah, absolutely. But you see how natural that was? It totally, it totally. <laughs> it was right there. <laughs> yeah. And all you had to do was just go, oh, you, oh, oh, I'm getting this. And that's how they're right there. Some people think they have to make a long distance call or they have to make some great 
effort to get to this part of themselves. And no, it's right there all the time. That's why I draw. I have that visual. I mean, it's not as good in the book. It was harder to do it on there, but I have a drawing I do uh, of who that part, what that part is, you know, but it's really, it's right here always with us. It's, it's a part of us. So it's just a matter of us just being open to it and allowing it. Yeah. I, I really resonate with that, but like you said, we tend to shove it aside and not listen. Absolutely. And it's so simple. I, I'm a lot of people, Oh, I mean, it can't be that easy. No, we got to complicate it, but they have told me over and over the universe is simple, man. If you see something getting complicated, that's man, that's ego coming in. When you say they, are you referring mm-hmm. to our higher, <laughs> our higher self? Okay. And do you believe that we all have guides? Yes, you do. Yes. We come in with Absolutely, at least one yeah. that's assigned to us our entire life. And then yeah. we may have others that come in and out as we go through changes, as we do things, um, just different areas of expertise. Maybe if our life changes and we need something different, we'll have guidance through that. Or we go through different things, we might need a little more guidance through that. Um, but yeah, but at least one, always. You are never alone. And then we also have that broader higher self part of ourselves we are never alone i mean that's what i mean by who we really are we think we're oh i'm just me here no not at all i'm with you (laughs) do you believe your mom is with you yes yeah Mm -hmm. yeah my mother and my father yeah did your father pass before your mom yeah yeah and then he's and I've had many, like I've gotten readings and they always pick up on him. And then my mother, I can hear her here. So it's just. Oh, see, I'm going to get, I'm going to get tears in my eyes because it's very powerful. So uh, I think that this is um, definitely fitting for me to tell a quick little story because I think you'll appreciate it. We brought my daughter off to university and she has a very unique middle name. We named her Dadinka after my aunt who passed, who helped raise me. And she was a very big part of my life. And I feel like since she passed, she's always kind of around. Mm -hmm. So when we brought my daughter to university, there's this little thing that the students all graffiti and they'll get student council will put messages on this graffiti thing. And I said, oh, stand here. Let's get a picture of you here. And she goes and stands there and right in the middle was Dadinka. Right? And I was like, this is my aunt saying she's going to be okay. Because what are the chances that the name Dadinka would be there? Yeah. But see, that's exactly what you do. Wow. There are messages everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. They're always communicating. And that's what they, when I... Um, I can hear them now, but before, you know, before I realized, and I was saying everybody can hear them. It's just whether you will acknowledge that you can hear them, just like you were hearing, you were hearing them. And, um, but when I, way they say that is, it was so funny because they're saying we're always communicating and then they'll say like, constantly, we are constantly, constantly, (laughs) constantly communicating. (laughs) Just, I don't know why that tone, but that's, they're constantly communicating. So, 
Do you hear these messages? Do you see them? Do you get them through different ways? Like, is everyone different in how they receive them? Everyone is different. Um, all of the above to your first question, um, but everyone is different. And that's why I feel like some people, they, they discount what is happening because it doesn't look like what some, what's happening with somebody else. It's like, well, I don't see things. I don't hear things. Uh, so that must mean I don't get messages. But my firm belief is everyone. I mean, 100%. And there was a time back before when I would say 50%, but now I believe 100% everybody can get messages. It's whether or not you will. But we, let's look at all the different ways there are to receive information. When you look at the physical plane, how many different ways are there to get it? Some people like still like newspapers. Some people like radio, television. Now there's the internet and all the different ways on the internet. I mean, look at, and we have people, face-to-face -face conversations, telephones. I mean, all the different ways we can get information. It's no different in that plane, in that energetic world, and probably more so, so many different ways of getting information. So it's what way is right for you? Some people hear, some people see, some people feel, some people just know. Knowing is a, is a gift. It's one of the ways. And some people are like, oh, that, that can't be anything. No, that's a huge one. When you just know, you know that you know, but you don't know how you know. That's, mm. that's a biggie. Yeah. It's whatever way it works for you. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of books out there um, about how to tap into your intuition and all that stuff, because people want to know. People want to know. And you get a lot of people who will, you know, scoff at these signs and go, ah, it's coincidence. But personally, I feel when you look at these signs, it makes life more enriched. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right? Like when I, I when I ask for a feather on my walk and there is a feather, and it's there. And then I'll go and I'll walk for like two or three days. I won't see a feather, but I ask for a feather and it's there. To me, that's not coincidence. Yeah, exactly. It's not coincidence. In fact, I don't believe in coincidence. I'm with you. <laughs> Everything has a meaning. Look for, you know, there's we call synchronicities, you know, but a, a coincidence would be something by happenstance. And no, everything has a meaning. It, there's a message or something. Yeah. Now, some people take that to the extreme. Oh, what does this mean? What does this mean? Well, you know, that's where just if that's the stance you want to take, fine, go for it. But just yeah. if you want to know more about who you really are, what this world is really about and why you're here, be open. Yeah. Be open minded. Be open to receive and allow. So the thing I found really cool is that you've got some pretty specific examples in your book. Mm -hmm. Um Let's let's go through some really common things. Like and and this is the one I'll start with the one that I thought was really interesting is that you say accidents are not accidents. Right. So, can you just <laughs> dig into that one for me? I'd love like to Like going along with your coincidences and and how, you know, it's like everything is a message. Now, Depends on, you know, what kind of an accident it is, but let's say a car accident. I love car accidents because a vehicle is another vehicle. Our bodies are vehicles. Yeah. Your car is a vehicle. So see, it's like your car is taking on the role of your body at that point. So you would look at it the same way. 
as you would your body. So it's like, okay, I, I, you know, a flat tire be like something happening to your foot or your leg, right? It's like, it's, it's, you can't move. Can you, when you have a flat tire, you're stuck. What does that tell you? What would the message be from a flat tire? Oh, 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 you're putting me on the spot here. I am. Well, I kind of, I mean, what happens when you get a flat tire? Well, you can't move. You can't do exactly. anything. So you, what could, exactly. So what might the message be? There's something that is preventing you from doing you're, what you want to do or not, going. It's not even, you're just not moving. You know, yeah. You're stuck. It's going to tell you you're stuck. The right or the left side will tell you if it's something now. Yeah. From now or if it's something from the past that's holding you back from moving moving forward. You're not moving, period. And that's where many of our messages are about moving forward. Maybe we're on the wrong path. We're, we're going down the wrong way. We need to go another way or something, or we're getting, we're not moving at all. We're stuck. And it's like, Hey, you came here with something to do. Let's get going. You have things to do. And that's, remember, this is our guidance team. They have a plan. They have a blueprint. They've got to help you follow. And so that's where a lot of that is just trying to get you moving again. So a flat tire could be saying, and I bet you, if you're getting that, you might be also getting some physical symptoms of with the legs because our hips, legs, knees, anything to do with the legs, feet, ankles that have something to do with your path, walking on your path. So you might be seeing things that, excuse me, I've got a head cold. That's (laughs) okay. Things that, that are preventing you from, or, or hindering your great movement forward. Okay. And that's trying to tell you. There's, you've got stuff going on. There's something you need to adjust here. Okay. So hips, legs, feet, there's Mm -hmm. something hindering or preventing. I guess if it's left hip, there's something from your past. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it could be a message. You know, sometimes what that is, is old um, programming. Yeah. Some things that were said and it's still bothering you. It's what's affecting how you move forward because it's like old programming. It's like, well, they told me I'd never make it, you know, that kind of something like that. Something from the past is still affecting you. Now it might be something that's going on in your situation. If it's on the right side, it's something in your situation right now that's affecting how you feel like you can move forward. Okay. So how do you clear it then? Like, let's say if it is something... What did you just do? Just now? I To identify. Identify. So, for example, I'll, I'll just throw this one out there. So, let's just say there was something from my past that was hindering me from doing what I'm doing today. So, back, I went back to college when I was 46, and I heard from a few people, like, what? You've already got a university degree. What are you doing going back to school now? You're 46 years old. Well, that's kind of crazy. And so if I allowed that to really kind of hold me back, then it could affect my hips. You probably would have started having something going on in the left legs, hips somewhere. You probably would have had aches, pain, something trying to indicate yeah, you're allowing this to affect you. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So once you identify it, and maybe what, like journal a little, like help to kind of clear ever, that? gets you to get the message. Well, all you, what you did a while ago, that was all you have used. What are you trying to tell me? Okay, what do you want me to know? That's giving you more information around it. 
what do you want me to do? See, then that gives your movement. Ah. What do you want me to do? What do so, you want me to do? That's huge. That last piece, then, right? Yeah, yeah, then you're getting all that guidance. That, and that's your way forward. That's See, you've got to act on it. Once you act on it, and that's your doing. As some, I, you know, sometimes the knowing, what do you want me to know? Sometimes that does that. But just to be crystal clear that we get the action is what do you want me to do? Very powerful. Mm-hmm. Very powerful. And it's interesting when you, when you mentioned the car accident uh, a, a while back, uh, my son's car was broken into vandalism, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I actually said, okay, that's like an assault, mm-hmm. right? It's like yeah. an assault to you personally. And of course, you know, like young people, Julia, they just kind of <laughs> sometimes look and roll their eyes when I speak, which is fine. But, you know, like you kind of have to look at what's going on in your life. I said that. Yes. Yes. So that's where you would look at what was going on in his life. Was there something or in his thought processes? Because something was happening where this was reflecting that to him to show him yeah. this is going on. I do believe that. Okay. Let's, let's, cause there's so much autoimmune disease nowadays. Yeah. So what, what in, in your book do you talk Do you talk about autoimmune diseases? I believe I do. I think um, you do. I think you oh, maybe do. I don't because after the books, I do in my course. I, I did an online course okay. for this. And I have a whole video that I did because I had that. And so I do my own personal story and what it, what it entailed. Because after the book, I had people coming up to me and asking me, you know, it was so funny because remember, I said, you're going to get your messages, right? And I was dealing with this and I had someone identified, okay, you have this, you know, this autoimmune, it was leaky gut and, and you know, going forward and stuff. And I was like, okay. Um, and I was dealing with a, you know, a great doctor and we're dealing with the symptoms, right? We're taking yeah. care of all the symptoms. I'm improving things like that. And so I saw some improvement, but I knew that there was more to it. <laughs> so, excuse me. So I'm proceeding and doing all the right things that they're telling me to do. And this is an alternative medicine mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And, and so we're doing all these wonderful things. Um, but in the classes that I'm doing, I'm helping my mother with the QHHT classes at this point, there's a point in the class whenever we're talking about all of this. And this person came up to me afterwards. She's like, Julia, I have something going on and I'm really, I don't understand what it's about. Can you help me? I didn't want to talk about it in front of everybody, but I have leaky gut. And I'm like, I'm trying to understand. I'm like, okay, great. And I'm like, knowing I have it. Okay, yeah. See my- reflectors yes we get messages to ourselves okay because i wasn't going i i mean i knew what it was and i knew there's more to it but i i was like pushing it off i'll deal with it later here's the universe going no you'll deal with it now bring this person to me so i had to work through it with her to (gasps) help her get her message and by doing that i got my own message oh cool bottom of it like oh wow and it's a tough it's a tough one and i'll go into what it is but then, okay, so I was like, wow, that's really interesting. Okay, this is where, you know, heal or heal thyself, you know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's good to know, and I'll work on that later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we go into another class. I mean, this is maybe a few months later, okay? The very same thing happens, identical. It's <gasps> another person and everything comes to me, Julia, I've got a situation, you know, I did want to mention it from everybody else, but I've got leaky gut. What's that about? I'm like, uh-huh. Are, you, 
kidding me. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I get, I get it, I get it, I get it. You're yeah. going to keep sending people to me until I deal with this. Yeah. <laughs> until I get to the bottom of it. Okay. So when I was helping them, we look at what, you look at what it is, because see how it's, how it's translating in the body or what it does. That's, that's a lot of your message. And when we look at these autoimmune diseases, um, what are they doing? What's, what's happening in them? I'm just going, I'm going to put you on the spot again. I love doing this. Well, oh, oh, see, I zoned out for a second there. Um, <laughs> so an autoimmune disease is an attack within your own immune system. Yeah. yeah. Your body is attacking itself. It's attacking itself. Right. Yes. Okay. So it's like, why on earth would that happen? You know, <laughs> it's like, when we get to the bottom of that, why would somebody, why would something attack something? I mean, why, you know, why would that even happen? And we get to the, we kept going down deeper and deeper. And like I was saying, I was asking this person, I just kept going deeper. And when we got to the bottom of it, it was, it came down to a self-hate. I was just going to say that. I'm getting good at this, Julia. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. In fact, it, it even used the word loathing. I mean, it was like, Whoa, and that one when I heard that it was like, whoa, self hate. Self hate. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You know, I'm here in this world of love and beautiful things. And how what? And when I got to the bottom of my situation, remember that situation I told you where the universe said, We will pluck you out of yes, that horrible thing that happened. I was still punishing myself for that horrible thing that happened. Oh, and that's when I'm like, oh my gosh, I had already gone through it. I came through it beautifully, but I was still punishing me. So that's when I'm like, okay, enough. We did it. This is, you know, that's where, look what we learned, all this stuff. So I had to start working with it that way. And then I got to, okay, what, what do you want me to know? What do you want me to do? And it was a matter of loving myself. So then I just had to just tell myself every day, many times a day, I love you. I love you. And I'd go in the parts. I love you, feet. I love you, knees. Yeah. I think my knees are really manifesting it. Now, another thing about this was the timing. Um, and I hadn't thought about that. I didn't know at that point my mother was about to pass. And oh. this was all happening within months before my mother passed. So probably on that level, I was aware of that. Some people said, you know, I was probably nervous, you know, whatever, anticipating the movement forward and not knowing what to do and stuff. So it was like, that was maybe holding back in, in what was going to happen there. Because I mean, that was, you know, and I, I appreciate what you said in the beginning. I'm going to get very personal here um, about paving my own way because when she passed, I mean, I was her sidekick. I mean, we were together 24 seven doing her work and yeah. and this was developing over here on the side the soul speak uh was developing and everything but i was her you know we were together and when she passed one i i lost my other part you know mm -hmm. it was i was i had an identity crisis really yeah. and people they, they started saying well you have to be your mother you're going to step into her shoes right and you're going to be your mother and i'm like I can't be my mother. No. I don't know how to be her. That she was her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll, all I know is me. And I, but I, I was, I was struggling for a while trying to figure out who I was and that whole thing. So I really appreciate you acknowledging that, you know, um, I'm still working on that. I mean, I, I, I have a much better idea of who I am within this whole scenario now. And, and my mother and I still work together. Yeah. I, I see, you know what I see 
the way that I saw you is that you're, you obviously are very connected with your mom. And I've, Mm -hmm. I know that you've worked very, very closely with her and perhaps she was more of the guidance to help you figure out your way. Cause I see your work differently from your mom's work. So that's why I do feel that you should have credit for your own work. But that connection is obviously going to be there forever, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so through that loving, I'll finish that. Yeah. You know, so I started loving, you know, I love you knees. I love you hips. I love you heart. I love you. Now we're going to, I love your feet because when I do these classes and I do things, I'm standing the entire day and it's like, Thank you for supporting me. And I love what you do for me and all the help you do. And thank you, heart, for beating and keeping this body going. Thank you, lungs, for, you know, appreciating every single part of me. And what happened was amazing. When we show our body appreciation, remember, these bodies are beautiful messengers. And they, once they're acknowledged, they're they're just relaying messages for us. But once we are understanding the message and once we acknowledge, I mean, it shifted so fast. That, that alternative medicine doctor I was going to, I went back to him. He's like, oh, my gosh, I've never seen recovery like this. Your, your tests were off the charts, out of balance, and now they're all normal within a few months. And they're like, yeah. this doesn't happen. Well, I didn't tell him what else I was doing. So yeah. I'm just like, you know. But that's what will happen. The body responds immediately. So – couple of things there. One is I I do believe that everybody has a different method by which they can, you know, do the healing for you. It was affirmations, right? Like, you know, you're affirming, you know, I had to understand, right. I think I had to have that love and appreciation for my body. So that's just where I don't know if it was affirmations. I was just loving my body. Okay. Yeah. And for me, it's more, I'm, I'm a writer. I'm an English literature graduate. So for me, writing is always my my vehicle. Let's just say vehicle for healing. And um, yeah. I would say, so I think everybody's got a different way of finding their vehicle to heal. But I also love that you mentioned you're still working with somebody. This isn't you know what I mean? Like you're working with a yeah. functional uh, practitioner, mm-hmm. alternative medicine, whatever resonates, whatever's working, right? And then it's almost like, because I always say this, you know, body, mind, spirit, soul. Like you're kind of connecting all the dots. Exactly. And that's why I say, you know, you use their tools. Yeah. You use your resources. And that, like that was helping, giving me information. It was showing me because whenever I would ask, I'm like, what's going on? Like my knees were just severely hurting. That's what took me there. I'm like, why is my gosh, what's going on with my knees? And every time I asked and they just say out of balance, out of balance. I'm like, mm. well, I thought, well, my life is out of balance. All I was doing was working. And I was like, like I said, my mother was more and more dependent on me. We were just, I was just 24 seven with her. And it was, I thought, well, maybe that's it. Whenever I went to the doctor, when I got to that doctor and they did the test, that's what he said. The first thing is like, oh my gosh, your system is all out of balance. (laughs) Okay, there we go. You know, so it was showing everything was out of balance. My life was out of balance. See, all of that was reflecting my life. Oh, yeah. And so that's where, yeah. So Mm. that is great to help you get more information 
to help you understand, just like I was saying earlier about your wrist, it's like, describe it to me. Do you, do you look at what does that part do? How, how does the pain feel? See, that's giving you more information and clues as to the message. Mm-hmm. And also that's helping you tap in too. It's however, it's either them or your body. You can say, what are you trying to tell me wrist? You know, you can talk to the body, you know, Um, it's whatever way works for you. And, and just from this phone call, I uh, like this recording, I got a whole bunch of answers just sitting here talking to you. And it's, I I think it's pretty cool. So we can't, we can't leave the discussion without mentioning two more things because people are going to want to know, like briefly touch on them. Cancer and heart disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's start with heart disease. Okay. Okay, the heart. I mean, we are. I think we already got this because what's what's the major symbol for Valentine's Day for love? It's the heart, yeah. and that's the heart is the seat of the emotions. Yeah, it's pumping the blood and everything. I mean, it's the flow. But when uh, so that's the blood. All right. So that's why we want to make the differentiation. The heart, though, is the seat of emotions. That's our love department. So anything going on with the heart means there's something going on in the relationships, the love department. There's something happening there. So that would that's where I would that's my immediately where I'm looking totally. to ask questions. Totally. Okay? It's like there's something happening in that department in your life. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then we just go deeper. Yeah. Cancer. <laughs> Excuse me. Cancer is anger. Oh suppressed anger it's been pushed it's this anger that's been pushed down pushed down wow pushed down down and not released and not acknowledged and it's finally you know it's been churning and churning and churning until it finally shows up as cancer um it's probably had other signs and symptoms before that um as you know irritations or whatever inflammations things but it finally it's maybe it's got to have its say this is emotion that cannot be suppressed any longer. It has to come out. Um, and that's when people are like, oh my gosh, I, you know, the thing, they're like, I'm not angry. I'm not an angry person. But that's one of the symptoms is that, remember, we push it down. We don't want to acknowledge the anger. So it's pushed down, it's suppressed anger. Mm. Now, somebody would say, why do children? I was anger? just going to talk to you about that. Yeah. How on earth can a child be so angry? Yeah. You know, what is going on there? Well, we have to look at children are not child souls. Remember, we are souls housed in a body. We are big grown-up souls. Every one of us are. Children are big grown-up souls when they come in. Some of these new souls coming in, they're coming in to raise the vibration of the planet, and so they have a purpose for being here. And they come from other places, much higher vibration much lighter, much less violent than earth. And, and they, they volunteered to help, but a lot of them don't want to be here and they might be angry about the situation. So that's, that's a, I don't have, I have a little bit of evidence for that to support that, but that's makes sense. You know, it's like, there's, there are other factors going in. Now the fact that if, you know, if you have a successive thing, um, you shared some stuff with me before we started the show, so I don't want to share that if it's not. Um, we don't want it out there. So, um, But I would look at, see if there's other people. See, that's telling me there was something. There's, there's a lot of anger happening in there. Um, mm. um, and then the final one was um, 
I'm trying to remember what you said the final one was, uh, but it sounded like a lot of fear. So there's a lot of fear. Fear. And, and you have to look, yeah, there's a lot of, when you have lung issues, lungs go back to fear. And so, um, so that's where you want to look at that. It's like there's something fearful happening in the life. And if something's a chronic lung issue, then something happened back somewhere that created, that made it afraid, the person afraid to do something. And so it's, it's clouded the whole thing, the journey mm-hmm. and what they want to do. So that's where it's, you have to look back. It's like, when did this start? What created this? Something happened back there. Um, and then when you have like successive cancers, you know, especially if other people in the household are having the same issue, there's anger. There's a lot of emotions not being expressed. Okay. My daughter at five, me at 41, my father had colon cancer and my mom had uh, blood cancer, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So, but thankfully both my parents are still alive, mm-hmm. but um, I can honestly say, you know, there's a lot, and I've done shows on this, on mm-hmm. a lot of generational trauma, a lot of fear. Well, I can, I can see, what, gener- yeah, but, it, but it's learned. It's not, I, I see what you're saying. Let's not say it's genetic. I thought you were going to go genetic. No, like, no, generational. Like generation. there's been a lot of fear, a lot, like, you know, my, yeah. f- my father, yeah. he's now 86 um, his mother died at childbirth, giving birth to him. Okay. Right. So, you know, he had to like, you know, I, I, he tells me stories that just give me goosebumps where he was going to an aunt that was a neighbor to nurse from her because he was starving. And, oh. you know, like I hear these stories, I'm like, so there's a lot of, you know, like a lot of bad stuff from the past right absolutely i mean he could have even had guilt you know and oh don't even go there his his older siblings like they you know they talk about this kids can be cruel you know how it is like you killed our mother and you know like this is exactly right it's it's Mm -hmm. so it's like in deep within and my exactly. father's and that, and his was colon cancer. See, he was pushing it down. Then that's our gut is where we hold many, many emotions. And that's, we just stuff them in. We don't let them move through. And that's the symbology there is they're held in the gut. Yeah. And that's why it was, that it, you know, then and he's, he's good cancer. now though, but he has arthritis. So, you know, there's, it's like, it's, it's just so fascinating because I do feel what you're doing, the work that you're doing is something that could prove to be very powerful for anybody in the world to utilize. Yes. Yeah. Anyone and everyone can get messages, can understand them. That's what I want people to understand. Cause you made a comment a while ago about all the information that was coming in, all the answers you were getting. And that's what I want people to understand is you have, all your answers, Mm. all the answers lie within. How many times have we heard that? And that's, you don't have to go outside of yourself to get the answers. You just need to understand how they, they do, they are delivered and how they come. And then you can, it's allowing, it's just allowing and receiving, acknowledging and then acting on them. Beautiful. It's one eleven now. 
that we've been recording. <laughs> we've been recording for one hour and 11 minutes, now just over. Um, I think it's a perfect time to close. And I would love for you to tell everybody how and where they can find you, find your book, your website, all of that. Okay. Uh, my website is juliacannon.com. Uh, you can find my book at Ozark Mountain Publishing. Uh, so it's ozarkmt.com or on Amazon. So we'll speak the language of your body. And I have an online course of the same name, and that's at juliacannon.com. Uh, also, I have, oh, goodness, Julia Cannon Soul Speak on Facebook and Julia Cannon Official on Instagram. And I think TikTok. <laughs> I don't know all the <laughs> I'm out there. Yeah, she so. she's out there. That's how I found her. So there you, you go. So. Um, thank you so much. This has been such a beautiful conversation. I really enjoyed it, Julia. Thank you, Sandy. I have too. Thank, thank you, you so much. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to share it with someone you know might benefit. And always remember, when you rate, review, subscribe, you help to support my content and help me to keep going and bringing these conversations to you each and every week. Join me next week for a new topic, new guest, new exciting conversations to help you live your best life.